I've been jokingly for a while calling the podcast strangers in my house. I love, I am a stranger in your yeah, house. Thank I met you, you about me. two and a half minutes ago. Literally. And here we are now creating content for the world. <laughs> so happy to be here. Thank Very you. happy to I'm meet honored. you. You have this insane energy that I am really excited <laughs> to dig into. So everybody, please make some noise for this firecracker, Liz Scott. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So... <laughs> Let me get my stuff out of the way. Here. No, keep so it. Don't up? worry about it. We're chilling. We you know, really living It is a fine Wednesday afternoon here yes. in a uh, gloomy, recently chilly Pittsburgh, PA. How are you dealing with the weather? Are you very much one of those people that needs to complain about it? Or are you just uh -huh. going to deal with it? I'm dealing with it. I love life. <laughs> I love life. And I love all the seasons. I like the changes in the seasons. It's obviously very cold. It was like almost snowing yesterday, but I love when things are happening. It just reminds me, it gets you out of your own head. You're like, yeah, there's things bigger than me that are going on in the world that yeah. need to happen. Yeah. You know, that's a very important mindset for people to have, mm -hmm. but not just people, artists. Yeah, because seasonal depression and or depression is a real thing. Yeah. So like you can't let the weather win. Absolutely. You know I mean? Like don't win weather. Like, no. You can't let anyone but you win. Period. Except for the, <laughs> except for the homies, of course. Except for the homies. Ex exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, my understanding of you as a human being outside mm -hmm. of being alive on planet Earth is that you are an artist. You are a creator. You are making music and probably other things because nobody just does one damn thing anymore. True. Yeah, very true. Tell me about yourself. Okay, thank you. Okay, <laughs> so just uh, music-wise, doing a lot of stuff with that, but coming out with an album, coming out with a new music video, coming out with a little show for Still City Death Club. I don't know if you watch them. They're super sick. I'm familiar with them. They're friends of the show. Oh my gosh. I'm doing bada bing, bada boom. I got you guys in one week. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Um, like super excited for that. But um, I write all the time. I'm trying to make new merch. He makes clothes, Alante. Alante Giovanni, if you can see him. Hello, our sub guest of Our sub guest over here. <laughs> That's Alante. Alante makes clothes. So I'm trying to get into like the fashion, trying to get into that. And what else have I been doing? Artists, I'm like, what do I do with my life? Um, I don't know. What about you? I don't know. I don't know. It'll come out. <laughs> yeah, like as soon I as you. I think about it. I well, can't like think about it I on the think spot. that, you know, I spent a large chunk of my life doing all kinds of shit and it all really happened by accident. Well, yes. wanting to make music wasn't an accident, mm. but needing to make an album cover and getting good at graphic design because I didn't have any fucking friends was an accident. <laughs> and then like yes. buying a yes. camera to make my own video was an accident Ooh. and all of this other kind of DIY. stuff. DIY. You know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm very much so DIY. So like doing, so yeah, like the video that's coming out, I was directing it. I was planning the shots. I was writing, drawing the little screen things that you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of that stuff is crazy because you can't wait for anyone. You can't be like, oh, let me just not do this. You know, you're like, I guess I'll just figure it out and learn how to do it and do the best that I can and use what I got. Shout out Atia Jones. 
Now with you, <laughs> did everything start with the want to do music too, or did it start somewhere else and music became a side effect? Music, music is a side effect of my life. It's a main thing in my life now. Um, I was an athlete my whole entire life. I played basketball for a really long time and I redshirted in college and I was starting and then I got kicked off my basketball team. It was a whole thing. Then I was sad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was sad. And then I was like, who am I? What am I doing with my life? Like, what am I supposed to, what is my purpose here? Because when you have to pivot your dreams, that's like how the whole accident thing happens. And yeah. I would just be like freestyling with my friends. And then it was fun. And then I was like, I actually think like this slaps. Like I was like, yo, like this, this goes hard. So it was an accident really. And now it's like a main thing that's in my life. Yeah. So now, you know, as you are starting to, you know, I guess, discover yourself as an artist. Have you found yourself rediscovering yourself as a person? Yes. As a new Alyssa? Oh my God. Yes. And thank God, because <laughs> I was treacherous like a couple of years ago. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know how I got through. And like, I was a really negative person. Like things, if things, the slightest inconvenience, I was like, <laughs> dead done out of here strike but like cold weather like i was like the cold weather i was literally like the cold <laughs> weather and now i'm like music has taught me to like stick with something and no matter if there's like an obstacle in front of you you know how annoying it is to like sometimes make a song sometimes you're like oh my god like i have no idea what i'm about to do on this and you'll try different things you'll write different things something's just not flowing it's just not clicking and then eventually there's like a breakthrough yeah and like having that small of an epiphany with writing a song it like taught me that like i can put this towards everything that's in my life oh, like, absolutely yeah and and i can rediscover ways of of how to act how to feel um and rewrite things so i really think that it made me grow for sure, sure. patience is huge when it comes to creating art and when you're creating art, you're essentially um, fostering a relationship with yourself and you need mm -hmm. to be patient with yourself in order to create your best art, I think. For sure. And you have to listen to yourself like in your moments of silence and you're like, what do I want to say? And like, what am I even supposed to like? What is within me that needs to be said? Because like words are super powerful. Yeah. And sometimes you could just be having fun and just be like, Bleh. but then other times you're like, there's a core feeling that I have and it needs to be expressed and it needs to come from my perspective. And I want to like be that example. So it's like sitting with yourself and being like, what, what has to be said? What, what identifies with me? What defines me? How can I create that? And how can I project that to other people yeah. in a digestible way? Yeah. I mean, that's the most important thing when you're dealing with art and you're a writer and you are essentially curating a conversation that you're going to put out into the world. It needs to be something that 
that you need to be something that you want to say genuinely, yes. but also something that somebody wants to hear. Package. You can't just yeah. have like a fucking conversation with yourself <laughs> and then expect swear. people okay, to great. give shit. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Please. I was like, swear, away. swear. Okay, cool. I was like editing myself, and then like I was. Oh, like, I appreciate I don't know the eloquent can... demeanor, but feel free yeah. to let loose. Okay, thank gosh. So, <laughs> fuck, I... fuck, 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 fuck. Um. Yeah. And that's the fun thing about artistry too, is that it's like that package. It's like putting everything in a little package and then being like, this is how I was heartbroken. Sure. <laughs> this is how I'm happy. Like this is, these are the songs that, you know, are that. So doing that with different things, like with poetry or even with like clothing or anything, even just the way that I like dress myself now or cut my hair or something. Like I think about, Oh, like, I just want to do something different. I sure. feel like growing up, especially in a small town, there's a lot of pressure to, like, conform to right and wrong. Things are really black and white. And um, it's hard when you're from a small town because you don't want to be seen as someone, you don't want to be wrong. You don't want to be outcasted for any of those sure. things. But really what it is is you don't want to make other people feel bad because they didn't make the like the choices that you could have made. Yeah. And you then know? once you start doing it, then you're like, oh my God, like I, it's liberating. Totally. You're like, I should have been doing this the whole entire time of just expressing myself in, in this way or dressing this way. It's been liberating. That's where like, I feel like the athlete in me was like almost like a little like soldier or something. And I feel like the artist in me is like every single emotion that I have, it's just on the table and it's like, whatever it I'm feeling what I'm feeling. That's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? I used to hide those things and just put on like a strong face, try to save face. And now I'm like, who cares? I'm just trying to be human. I'm you know, just, there's, just live. <laughs> there's, you never, you have no real control over the, the path that, life decides to put in front of you For sure. all you can really do is make the most of it i imagine with your background coming from sports and like a real regimented thing that's a really good foundation for deciding to then move into the arts having that background yeah because there's a lot of motherfuckers that don't have that background and you're gonna meet them <laughs> that have no fucking regimented background and you're like bro what are you doing right come on in do you want me to get the door yeah okay do you is there more I, I, are we expecting more people i don't know okay. are you i'm not expecting anybody oh wait who is it yo not the not the verizon people coming right now <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they and they asked for candy. That's what's the funny part, though, is that they they were cute. <laughs> <laughs> they was cute. I didn't even get to see. I let you they handle the whole conversation. Did, were they dressed up? No. Oh, okay. No, they love that. They're, what they're, a funny they're, way. They're just they're yeah. Why would you? Of all people, why would they? <laughs> I mean, that's the safe thing to do to me. But like, 
Can you imagine? Anyways, <laughs> a lot of people, artists that don't have that, <laughs> that don't have that, that background, that hustle, that yeah, drive. That's what we talk about. That, that, that ability to knock on a stranger's door, trying to sell them cable <laughs> yeah, at fucking 630 at night. You gotta have that. Yeah. Exactly. If you don't have the drive to knock on someone's door at 630 at night and say trick or treat, first of all, request for candy and then also do your job, then you just don't have the drive to make it in life. <laughs> have you, you know, come across any of this now in the short amount of time that you've been working in the arts? Like you know, just, just people like being bombs or like Sure, that's a that's a that's a that's a rather PG thirteen way of putting it. But yeah, yeah. I feel like okay, so there's definitely I'm not gonna shit on anyone, but no, I just shouldn't. feel like there's like definitely a work ethic and there's a work method and some people I'm not an idea person. Like you could have all the ideas in the world. Cool. That's great. I'll listen to your ideas. But at the end of the day, that's just an idea. Like, I don't give a fuck if you're just talking about ideas. Like I need people who are taking actions. And even if it's something, cause you know how like as artists, you are so hard on yourself sometimes. And you're like, Oh, like, I don't know if this is good enough. Like, I don't even have those thoughts anymore. Cause it's like, just do, just do it. Just use whatever you have. Even if you're not the best at something, that's better than you talking about it. I hate when people talk about shit. I'm like, no, like we got to do stuff. Cause sure. life is so short. I'm not trying to sit here talking about, oh, I wish I could do this. Oh, I wish I could do that. No, like I'm just going to go do it. Like absolutely. Whatever comes to my mind. Like if I'm going to go skydive, I'm going to go skydive. <laughs> period. <laughs> period. You know, so yeah. I think that that's how I approach things, but it is that like athletic kind of mentality of being like, okay, if I want to get an album done in this time, then I need to make a song. I need to have a schedule. I need to sure. have like goals. I definitely got to train. Plan that. Yes. You, you know, you got to do reps, you got to study the enemy. Yeah. No. <laughs> Rise up against them. <laughs> now, you know, in this journey as uh, finding yourself as an artist and rediscovering yourself as a person, you know, have you come across any styles of art or music or anything in general that you weren't even aware existed? In yeah, this journey. I wish that I could name I wish that I could name people right now, but I'm not the type of person who can like rattle off people's names. That's like, okay. but I can say, uh, talk about things. So like, um, artists. So like specifically, like I was just part of bad form with, um, Johnny Zoloff. His name's Justin and Ariel. And it was at Kelly Strayhorn theater. And what the whole concept was, was that it was a chaotic symphony and we literally had no rehearsal. We just went in there into the space and you essentially just did whatever and it created something. And what the point of it was is that like art doesn't have to be perfect because I think that sometimes too, like when we're talking about that gift and that present, you're like, oh, like it has to be wrapped like this. But sometimes you could just hand somebody something and like, that's fine. So like, yeah. That they really inspired me to that it's like the journey that is what is like the finished product too. It's not necessarily like just the end of that mm -hmm. song or whatever it is. Yeah, I think one they of they were cool. 
one of the most unfortunate things that's happened with art over the past several years is like the access to technology. And now all of us can record ourselves, do whatever yeah. we want. And that's fucking awesome. Yes. But now we also have the ability to make everything sound better than reality. And if it's not perfect, yes. we might not want to put it out there in the world. Hell, there's people that have a hard time even uploading a normal look and photo of themselves without feeling some type of way about yes. it. And that kind of stuff is leaking into everything. And I hate that everything needs to be perfect. Because yes. once everything's perfect, everything's the same. You lose the individuality of what makes that thing great exactly it's always yes. the little nuance and the differences mm -hmm. that make us great not what yes. makes us this not like not what's similar yeah not just being like oh like this is the quality of the video that makes this and i agree with you and i've been like social media is something i was just talking i don't even know who i was talking to this but we were saying like thief our comparison is the thief of joy so like when you're comparing yourself, comparing, and that's easy to do on social media. You could go on social media and be like, fuck, like I really don't got shit. Like, damn, like all of these things are fucking happening. But then if you just start comparing yourself, you'll go down that rabbit hole of being like, you'll miss everything that's great in your life. Yeah. If you just go down that rabbit hole of being like, oh, like, can I fucking do this? Can I do that? Like you really, you, you gotta be able to, separate the two for sure that's definitely important yeah you know were you much of a user of social media prior to getting into making music and art yeah but not i don't think i take it i've actually yeah i have always loved social media i love one reason why i like social media is because it gives everyone a platform like never before in history were we able to be like hear other people's histories like it was like in it, there was like a grand narrative of whatever was in the history books you read it and then that was it you didn't get to hear what everybody had to say yeah and now you get to hear all these different perspectives but like when i was younger i mean i had myspace yeah i was out here coding my shit i was out here putting hearts putting what was that song jack's mannequin dark blue up mm -hmm. on my stuff like i was out here and i always loved expressing myself and i feel like social media you can create whatever kind of identity you want to and that's what you're like this is what i'm presenting this is what i think is cool it's like a scrapbook or something so there was like a, a small part of you then even when you were probably more focused on sports in the real world, like yeah. you're still hiding out on the internet, listening to weird indie emo stuff. Yeah, with like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the little like. So there was still like a, a like a creative spark in you that was like there. Oh, I always thought those people were like the coolest, and like I just never saw that reality for me because, like you said, like I was stuck in like, oh, like I'm just gonna go to school, play basketball graduate get like a normal job like there wasn't i didn't even know that well, was before i knew like i could write whatever sure. reality your I wanted. environment is everything around you and it probably oh, yeah. um you had mentioned i think that the music happened by accident like you were doing mm -hmm. freestyles with friends and yeah just whatever. being like hi and those people, <laughs> yeah. shit. like if we gonna be real yeah. like partying and like are those people that you ended up meeting like i imagine like after high school maybe through college yes. or something like that yeah like when you start to people from other outside your 
that Main small town. World. Yeah, that small know. town. So your environment changes and yes. as a result you change. Yeah, I moved to California. So I lived in like Santa Barbara and Long Beach. Never and heard of it. Never. I don't know. I've never heard of California. <laughs> it's over. It's in this country. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. So not great. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real, it is like the wild, wild west. <laughs> but I moved there. And when you're that far away, I'm thankful for it. It was a hard time for me out there, but I'm thankful for it because when you have nothing, when you have nobody who knows you, no one to be like, oh, there's Alyssa. That's what I expect of her. This is what. When no one's holding an expectation, you just get to create whatever the hell you, you just get to become whoever you want to become. You're yeah. like, no, no one knows me here. I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want to do and call it a day. Mm. I love that. Mm. Mm. That shit was fine. That shit was fine. That was, I was wild though. I was real wild out in California, but I feel like I've like sort of, if I, California introduced me into it, but then when I moved back here, I was able to like focus it and like make myself become an artist because there is like a difference between like hanging with your homies and just being like, yo, like let's freestyle, like let's get fucked up, let's have fun. Yeah. And then th to be like, oh, like let's sit down, make this song, make these many songs, make an album. So definitely well, those worlds collided. Yeah. There's always a very difficult shift for an artist that wants to take it to the metaphorical next step, whatever yeah, that is. Whatever right. That and is. like at some point in time, it, it's not that it stops being fun, but your idea of what is fun needs to change. Yes, for sure. <laughs> for freaking sure. Yeah. Yes. So like when I first started becoming an artist, it was like every time I just made a song, it still is every time. Every tonight we're going to go make a song. Every single time I make a song, I'm like, I fucking cracked the code. I did it. Ah. You know? <laughs> but like now, like what's really fun for me too is like obviously creating that song and like putting it out so people can listen but I have like the most fun as an artist now when I'm performing because now I'm like I get to show it off to you guys like everyone like we did it like I thought about something so hard and now I get to share it with you yeah 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 and that's like really magical and to see people just be like woo and stuff like that like that's that's cool as fuck to me uh-huh uh -huh. you know I think that there's so much uh, positivity coming from you that it is you infectious. I really, too. really, I really, really fuck with this energy. I'm fucking with and you, I, bro. And I need to know, like, you know, is this the kind of energy that you bring on stage? Is this the kind of oh, energy that you so. bring to the studio? You know, what kind of, because you mentioned like, oh, this is my sad song maybe you said that in jest or a song yeah. about a breakup or mm, yeah, thing, something like sure. that you know what i mean uh you know musically you know what kind of sonic territories do you find yourself exploring oh that's really interesting i definitely don't box myself so like i think a lot of people see me as like a hip-hop artist mm -hmm. which i'm comfortable rapping and stuff like that but i just the new stuff that I'm making is sort of like emo and punk, but realistically my music is based off an emotion. Like sonically, if we could get to wherever depth I'm in, then like, I don't care how we get there, whether it's like all sense or something, or it, whether there it's like a, a beat that we're just making. Like I don't put myself in a box because 
I think that's dangerous to just be like, oh, like I'm only a hip hop artist. I'm only going to do that. Uh, no, it's, yeah. it's the worst thing that you can do creatively. I understand. And I think if somebody, if that's their creative vision, they want that to be what they cool. do. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. That's fun. But like for me personally, I think that there's just, it's like I already, there's already hip hop artists. Yeah. There's already like, I don't people need that to are doing this. this. Like why? Yes. Yeah. What? This is something that we had said earlier. Like, what am I going to contribute exactly. that is worth anyone's fucking time? Exactly. And what kind of song, like sounds or songs. So like Luke, who lives down the street, good dude, low jack, or like bus crates, like they watching them or like soy sauce or Picasso or somebody like watching them create beats, even like this guy right here, like I'm just learning that like there's so many different sounds and you can really share. And that's really what you're trying to do as an artist. Like you're trying to relate. Um, and I just made my first beat actually like. Nice. Yeah. Just Congrats. the other day. And, and like, it was weird because I sent it to Picasso and he was like, he knew what I was thinking when he heard it. But that's insane to me. Like that is like that idea of conveying a message through sound, even if it doesn't have lyrics or anything like that's legitimately a mind blowing experience yeah. to me. Like um, that's crazy. It's a great thing. And it's really important as you move forward as an artist, especially in music to find people that understand the conversation you're trying to have. Yes. It's not easy, but it's not impossible. And if you can find yes. those people, you have oh. to like stick with those fucking people. Yeah. That's like my guys. Yeah. My I like literally have like a crew and now I feel like we need to make a song though. Too. Like <laughs> put it out on the table. Um, I'll give you a quick two D uh, a quick, a quick studio. I'll give you a quick tour of my studio upstairs. Fuck yeah. Yes, please. I would love yeah. that. I am. Um, I, I am. I've become very, um, unintentionally selfish with who I choose to like spend my time with musically anymore. Yeah. And mostly for the most part, I play in three fucking bands. So I already, I already yeah. have like a lot of time that I spend working with people, but I'm always super interested in working with new people, different people, different styles of music because I spent so much time when I was younger always working with different artists, whether I was producing tracks for them or just like doing a verse on something or this and that. Yeah. And I grew so fucking much because I was always working with different people and even yes. whether it like works, sometimes it doesn't work out, but you still learn from those experiences. Yes. yes. And like, and everything that you like try to create doesn't need to be, you know, you cracking the code. It doesn't yeah. even need to be something that people need to hear. No. Sometimes it just ends up being like this exercise in like creativity that is maybe not like a conversation that's worth putting out into the world, but I you're know like, you well, mean, yeah. you know, but you still learn from it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Inez just told me that she was like, if you're a student, like being a student is like one and we're students from each other. Like we learn from each other. So I'm definitely so open to all of those experiences because I'm not going to sit here and act like I know. I don't even know. I don't know shit. <laughs> like we ain't no shit. Like what? So like I'm it's the smartest thing anyone can ever say. <laughs> so 
<laughs> Trust me. <laughs> so you're around her. someone that says they know. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't get out of there. Get Bye. out of there. Bye. That's a red flag. Bye. <laughs> so like being a student and like learning from everyone, and I just feel like I like pick up little things here and there. And I'm lucky. I was just telling my aunt Lisa this too. I was like, I'm just lucky that I keep finding the right people who are like protecting my energy, but then they're also like helping me like they're like pulling me out of my shell or they're doing things what they're showing me that I, I was like whoa like I didn't even know you could do that so like it's all like a crazy experience and it's just it's I'm grateful that we have like this community in Pittsburgh because it's solid yeah. there's a solid amount of artists here and like gang gang absolutely like I was missing out. I didn't even know. I didn't even know about this world. And now I'm like, whoa, this rocks over here, guys. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, things find you. You don't find them. For sure. And the the energy that you put out into the world is the energy that you're most likely going to receive. Yes. So in a scary manifesty way. Yeah. Like manifesting is real. Yeah. You know, I, I am not much of somebody that, you know, you, you can search this entire house top to bottom. You're not going to find one crystal or anything. I really <laughs> yeah. don't subscribe to any of that stuff, but yeah. I don't have a better explanation for the yes. things that happen in my life when I put good energy out there. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I end up in a room talking to people like you. I, I agree. And then you're like, I just, all I had to do was think of it. All I had to do was think of it and then just put like love towards it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I and it's kind of wild to be in a situation where, you know, again, I met you maybe 35 minutes yeah, ago. About. A and we're having an incredibly solid, relatable conversation with each other in yes. a way that you don't have conversations like this with many people. Not every day. No. Yeah. Especially strangers in your house. I guess. Strangers. Strangers <laughs> in your house for real. And like sometimes when you're going, like you could go to the gym, you can see tons of people and then you'll leave and you'll not even say one word to somebody. So like the fact that like we're able to sit down here and just talk about things and relate, like that's really special. Like it's special that there's like, this is a safe space to do that too. Yeah. So like, but you've created that. So like, that's very honorable. And it says a lot about your character too, that like, this is a safe space to be like, let's just wake out and like, get deep and talk about things or just joke around and all Absolutely. of that. You know, I spent a lot of time when I was getting into music, you know, this was pff, 2006, 2007. I was going to ask you when, when was, you started. When I was, when I was like really trying to play shows. I mean, I started making beats when I was in eighth grade. Um, Damn. And I am turning 37 in a couple months. So I'm a fucking dinosaur. I've been, nice. I've been, no, you're not. I'll be 32. So, so October you know, 24th. <laughs> I've been making beats since the mid nineties. When did you graduate? What year? 2004. 2004. My sister graduated 2005. Yeah. Good year. Um, <laughs> and you know, I've just been doing this shit for so fucking long, but I didn't know anybody that did this shit. And when I was at that age, was a, that lot, lonely? A, lot, a lot less people, didn't do it because they didn't have the access to do it. It yes. wasn't like it was now, you know, yeah. Fruity Loops wasn't even a fucking yeah. thing when I like started. Like Steve Lacey made like his you entire know? album, I think off of like an iPad or something. Yeah. 
Yeah. Was and that lonely when you were just making stuff? Or like, what did was, that feel it like? Was, I mean, it wasn't lonely, you know, just like me and my dumb, like middle school friends had a little rap group called the Orgy Boys. Nice. <laughs> and, and we made like dumbass, you know, like Beastie Boys type rap yeah. songs. Which um, is fun as And fun. it was fun. I learned a ton about production just by making these joke songs. And then mm -hmm. by the time I got to high school, I was like, you know, I really don't want to like write songs about big fat titties anymore. <laughs> but I really enjoy making beats and like, what can I like, do I have anything like real to say? And it took yeah. me, a, it took me a while to find my voice because I was like fucking 17. What the hell am I going to talk about? For real. Though. Besides like girls. That's about yeah, it. And being girls like, and working at Taco and Bell. That was my life yeah, and at drinking. the time. Uh -huh. You know, I didn't even, I didn't even start drinking until I was in my like mid twenties, honestly. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Big family issues. Eventually, I learned how to write about that, <laughs> and, and I became. I started. I, yeah, I started channeling all of my, all of my misery into my art. So I tend to be like That's a very good. kind person, but yeah. my music is not very kind at all. I mean, sometimes it is what it let, is. You got to let it out because yeah. what we don't want you letting it out, being all crazy and psycho, well, shooting things up or something. Sure. And it's you know not, what I mean? Going to punch people or something. Violence. Yeah. We don't need no violence. And now. it's not like I have any. I have. I do not have a unique experience, but I do Let's not say that. Well, no, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, I think there's a lot of people that go through shit. Yes. And yes. I have found my value as an artist is finding a creative way to voice that shit for people. So mm. the miserable music I try to make exactly. is something that we can, people could come together and be like, holy shit. I never yeah. thought about life in this way. Yeah. Instead of just like, Oh, blah 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 woe is me i definitely went through that phase it was times where like you learn how to like i mean i think it's really hard to like start writing music and it for it to not be selfish yeah and all good it art has needs to, to have a little bit of like yeah a, a little bit of it in there but you need to learn how to start like writing for other people yeah and mm -hmm. it's it just takes time that's the healing part of it yeah yeah for sure because that's whenever that's what that's why music hooked me in the first place that's how it found me on accident because it was like i was listening to like erica badu i was listening to all these songs where people were saying things that like i was feeling but i had no idea how the fuck to say it and so like whenever you listen to a song you're like that is exactly that's exactly what i needed that's and then like so now whenever I'm making a song, I'm like, I, if I could do that for one person, that's cool on me. If I could die and then they're like, you know what? I think you helped one person. Then solid. I did it. Then I did it. I helped. I contributed. Absolutely. <laughs> I contributed to society. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, that relatability is, is something to strive for, mm -hmm. for sure. Now with, uh, your creative interests outside of music you mentioned mm -hmm. like fashion and things like that yeah i'm How's just that going into it i mean i'm loving it i am loving it because here's the thing in high school first of all i was like just coming out in high school and i think that i overcompensated <laughs> And I was like super girly. I was like wearing like a ton okay. of makeup. Okay. I was wearing like heels. I would wear like makeup to my basketball games. Like I was like, oh. I'm, I was like, I'm not a dyke. But then whenever I came out, I was like, whatever I am. And so I feel like I was like going with, I don't know, stereotypes or whatever. And then in college, I like let it all fly like to the wind. 
Um, I stopped wearing bras. I was like free the nipple. Like it was like everything. And then like I got out of myself. But now with fashion, it's so fun because now like you sort of you want to convey a message. You want to say like who you are. But what's so great about it is that like you can really express yourself without saying shit with what you're wearing. Sure. And like people could be like, yo, how fuck was you? If you're just wearing, even if it was like a Steelers jersey or something and someone saw you in the airport, they'd be like, go Steelers. And you'd be like, yeah, you see me, dog. Like I do be like well, the Steelers. You know, <laughs> I mean, the, the fun thing, I, I find myself to be a very casual person when it comes to the clothes that I decide to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that I love the concept of fashion. It really fascinates me. Yeah, me And too. I think that they're really, I mean, I'm sure there is such a thing as a good outfit and a bad outfit, but I think the most yeah. important accessory is like the attitude and the energy that you yes. have in the clothes. Yes, Right. That's like, the most important I, part. I've seen some people wearing some real wild stuff and I'm like, sure. damn, they look crazy. They, they, they should yeah. be president. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what the fuck? Yeah. Like it what makes, is like, happening? How does that work? Yeah. But it's just something about them where they're just like, yeah, rocking you it. You cannot fucking question me. Exactly. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yes. And I then agree. I try to, you know, then I try to, then I, you know, like, oh, I'm going to get some pants like that. And I'm like, get some fuck? pants like this, that. I, I, if I, it makes you feel oh, good. I'm not, it's, no. The energy ain't working with me. Not <laughs> it here. ain't my energy. Not today. No but way, I, no I how. definitely support others' energy for sure. Yeah, I love that. And I think that trying, being an artist too, like being on stage, I want to, I don't know, I just want to, like I want to be like a little role model for people who are like me or whatever, you know? So that was going to be my next question was if the fashion, if if there was a part of it that was a side effect of the music and Mm -hmm. wanting to have a unique presence outside of having a unique voice. For, for sure. I'm trying to break norms here. I'm, I I can't, I'm trying to, get out of the matrix, bro. Like I'm just trying, I'm just trying to do different things that are so outside of my own comfort zone. Cause I feel, and like, um, I feel like for a really long time, I tried to like subdue myself and just wear like just t-shirts and, and things and like not, I don't, I tried to like dim myself down I don't know why it's like a gray blob and you're like just trying to be like a gray blob but then I was like I need to I need to have like some light in me and like I love it's so inspiring when you see those people that you're like oh like nothing's fucking with you today like you went all out like you committed to the look and like I think that there's courage and that and that there's like bravery and that and like I want to be like that kind of person for people I just want to show people that like you could just do whatever you want like there's really no rules like anything anything you want to do anything you want to be whatever you want to look like just do it if that makes you comfortable you know what I mean like if that's what is making you a better person and makes you feel strong and powerful then like yeah we should have more moments like where we're celebrating ourselves like that Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, in terms of the like immediate timeline for Liz Scott, like what's on the uh on the, the agenda on the near the near future Kay. shows, dates, music. Okay. Um Yeah. 
you know albums fashion yeah. fashion drops fashion runways okay that would be sick to do a runway show um my friend actually just did she just had her uh stephanie johnson she just had like a fashion show for her jean jackets billy jean denim and she uh did stuff with the steelers and she's from beaver county so like i'm really proud of her because watching her do something on that big of a scale it is like something where like oh like i could do that too like if i just keep working so entering calendar <laughs> google calendar all right 1023 steel city death club that's going to be like a live performance sort of like that npr feel um that's not going to be released on 1023 we're just recording that's okay it. this won't be out before then anyways period <laughs> period um and but something to keep an eye out for yeah something to keep an eye out for um 11 or 10 24 on my birthday october 24th my 32nd birthday my birthday is the 23rd oh my god happy birthday happy birthday <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to interrupt oh my god i love that um period so you're on the you're like a libra then maybe it's like i'm a cusp, cusp as they say yeah as they say as yeah. they do say and so okay so i'm on the 24th so 10 23 on my birthday i'll shout you out on still city death club that I'll would say be, happy a, birthday, that would be Brian. great yeah okay gotcha <laughs> um, and, then, and then um 10 24 i'm re-releasing my album uh squash dreams and broken wings with crafted sounds so connor was on who reached out to you in the yeah. first place and i am so thankful for crafted sounds because they've connor was like dude i can't get your album out of my brain and when i first released it why he's re-releasing it is because he was like dude like you need more people listening to you and i had like my numbers were like smaller i still had like different countries and different places listening to me but he was like, dude, like, I just want people to know who you are. And I was like, so I'm so grateful for that opportunity. We made CDs. We made tapes. Mm -hmm. My best friend designed them. She designed the cover. Asta Thomas, I love you, bitch. Um, and, then, <laughs> um, and then Alante, actually. So for the first time ever, I'm going to have merch, too. And it, let's go. <laughs> LSD merch. Yeah, so it's LSD merch. And Alante hand-stitched, um, like, the designs and everything. He put, like, the color palettes together. It's really well done. Done, so that's sick have those at my release show on 11 8 november 8th come to the government center let's go let's party feral cat picasso us let's do it government center super close let's go let's go um oh and the re-release too it has two extra songs on it that weren't on the album before turnaround featuring this guy and lsd like sleep movies loopzilla legend penguin tyler got grip period um and then another song breathe in that my friend tyler long t long he produced so and that's where like the emo sounds and like punk and like because i was like yeah. feeling a type of way i was like yo like let me say something about like my feelings like that's how those songs feel so so that'll be coming out on the album too so listen to that and then um 11 8 is the re release party and then oh before 11 8 this i'm hype Bro, I'm 
I could literally, if my butthole was a rocket, I would blast myself out to fucking outer space right now because I'm so excited for this music video. It's going to be called Vampire Dreams and a ton of people worked on it. I can't even name everyone. There's like 17 people, probably 20 people now who've worked on this and it's going to be a single that drops out. It's sort of like a short filmish kind of deal. Sure. Um, and it's like going to have spooky vibes because last year I made a Halloween video and then this year making another Halloween video. And it's just like so good. It's crazy to have an idea in your brain and then like all of these people just helping you make it come true. And then when you're like watching it get pieced together, like a puzzle and everyone's just putting like a piece here, a piece there, a piece there. And then when you see the whole thing, you're like, this is so amazing. So like, I'm really, really excited for that music video. We had people were looking hot as fuck up in it. Like, oh, who came out for that? Like, who did? Oh my God, you guys are the hottest. Like, oh. like I was at my own music video and I was like, how did all of these people, where did all these hot people come from? Like, it was like the hots, like the hots came and I was like, oh my God, like, that's how it felt. That's coming out 1031. <laughs> <laughs> and cool. I think for now, that's sort of going to be what mainly is coming. I want to work on like an LSD live thing because the my band's super talented and they we are like trying to work on like new sounds too. They perform the sounds that I already have, like the songs I already have. Yeah. So like I just want to give them a moment of like, hey, like my band's fucking awesome. Like we don't just do my songs like we have all these other ideas that that all of these guys and i don't have any like girls who make music with me though so if any girls want to make music with me <laughs> that would be real cool <laughs> that would be real neat like i'm gonna put it out there thank you i just am surrounded by guys right now so if i could get some feminine energy that would be cool but anyways they have really good ideas so like i want to put something and i need I just want them to get as much attention that I get. Yeah. So that's important. That'll come out probably near, I don't know, maybe past New Year's or something. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much. What about you? Do you want to tell me anything that's coming up? Like what's coming I mean, up for you, buddy? I'm working on a lot of stuff right now. Period. And I'm not going to tell anybody <laughs> about this shit. I told you I play in three bands <clears throat> and I'm also working on solo stuff. Busy, busy, so busy, busy. I got a lot of creativity going in a bunch of different places Woo! and you need to be mindful of that energy. Yeah. And keep it strong and consistent. Yes. Yeah. It's really easy to get burnout. Oh, so I'm I just know. trying to just make sure that I'm giving the art the time that it needs, giving myself the time that I need resting to make recoup. the best work possible. Yes. This is so, exciting time for both of us then. Yeah. All three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Alante hey. <laughs> just made this flannel. Check it out. If you want to hey. get Alante on the... Go ahead, Alante. Turn around. Stand up. Give us a little twirl. Look at the back. Ooh. Hey. Nice. This is my friend Darren's shirt. It says, give up on your dreams. Try again. Give up like a little computer mouse you can't really see it but that's social living 
And then my grandma, my great grandma's on this little necklace right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Liz. I had a great time. This has been a great little conversation. Thank you literally so much yeah. because I'm not going to lie. I wasn't going to lead with this, but now that it's over, I'm gonna be fine. this was my first podcast that I was ever on. Great. So like I'm honored, like truly. And this was so freaking cool. Anytime you need me, anytime you just want to chit chat, oh, just yeah. want to shoot the shit, uh -huh. I'm here for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can cameras or not have one of those episodes where we just get real drunk and talk about the universe for three hours. <laughs> the thing is, is that I can do that with you. That's the yeah. crazy part is that we'll be there and people will be like, I don't know how they ended so up this here. This is exactly here what will are. happen, right? We'll record this episode. <laughs> And we'll, me and you will both feel like we had this like next level sort of thing, right? Yeah, we do. And then when we, we watch really it, do. it'll just be like 10 minutes straight of us just like no words, just, just like drooling. staring. Just yeah. drooling. And then one of us will just be like. <laughs> one of us will like two who decided on the camera. <laughs> what shapes are which shapes? Yeah, and like what what do shapes smell like or something? Like oh, yeah. we'll get into why, that. Why why are shapes called? Why what is they're called circle, though? Why do they do that? Yeah, you know, we don't what I mean? gotta get into it now. But yeah, yeah. I will say that the mantis shrimp has many uh, receptors for color, and they have like over sixteen, and they can see like a million of colors because we only have three or two or something. We have three. And so we only can see certain colors. Dogs have two, which is only why they can see certain colors. So different like animals have different color, color receptors in their eyeballs. What, what, I'm sure this isn't accurate by any means. Yeah, I don't, but I'm when not I a think about <laughs> having eyes like that, I think about the way that like a really oversaturated photo looks. Oh, for sure. It would like, be like tripping. Every, it would be just like you're on like acid or yeah. something like the whole time. And like things like probably so many like geometric shapes and like all of those things like that would. Well, to them, it's not overwhelming because that's their sure. life. But like that would be very exhausting living like that, too. So like the mantis strip and it can also punch things with like a force of like Newtons or something. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I just heard it the other day. <laughs> But they can like punch the shit. They they're not in captive. They're not in captivation or captive because they can punch through the glass. So I just wanted to shout out mantis shrimp. And, All right. And I think that's a great place for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, um, this has been a podcast. You know what the fuck it is. I'll be back again next week with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. My name is Sykes. My Start name is the Liz beat. Scott. Hey. 2022. Whoop whoop. I haven't done that outro in whoop, fucking whoop. forever. Start the beat. Whoop whoop. Ah. Thanks for listening. Whoop. Goodbye. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>